1: have a teenage daughter in your house maybe you have a 10 year old she's so sweet (laughs) and she's just kind of grown out of of playing dress up and she's been walking Mm -hmm. around in your shoes and she's kind of trying out your makeup a little bit but she still likes your opinion Mm -hmm. and thinks that you're smart and have something to say (laughs) and then one day she comes downstairs, and she doesn't think you're smart, and she doesn't want to hear what you have to say, and then you might have a teenage daughter right. in your home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, you guys, my name's Heidi St. John. I'm here along with Dorinda Wilson, and you have found the podcast here at HeidiStJohn.com, and we're going to talk to the mom who has a teenage daughter today mm. and hopefully leave you with a little bit of encouragement and help you feel not quite so alone. Well, and you can speak to this because you have... A Count them of, five I, yes, a daughters. daughters. See, I have five boys <laughs> and three girls,
0: and two of the girls are, are done being teenagers. Yeah. But um, now I've got one just entering the teen years, and, yeah. uh, and all of a sudden I'm having little flashbacks and going, "Oh my goodness, we're doing this again." So I know. I'm. I'm really. I really want to hear what you have well, to say. I don't
1: know if I'm very good at this or not. You know, but I'm like you. My two first uh, teenage daughters mm-hmm. are not teenagers anymore. Right. They're both adults. They're both, both in their twenties. And my uh, then I had two boys who right. are you know one's full on in the teen years and one's coming to the end mm-hmm. and I've got a daughter now who is just turning thirteen mm-hmm. so and I'm like you I'm the sparks are starting to fly <laughs> I'm uh, I'm remembering it and uh, so I actually Googled I uh, just for the fun of it <laughs> <laughs> you were reading these to me yes it's hilarious I Googled um, help with my teenage daughter and here's what came up. Um, Number one, obnoxious teenage daughter. Okay. Number two, a parent's guide to surviving their teenage daughter. Number three, this might be my favorite when darling daughters become angry teens. <laughs> Uh, number four, how moms can help their teenage daughters. Uh, and this might be another one of my favorites. Uh, number five, I made it to Helen back with my teenage daughter. <laughs> this one says, my teenage daughter has become rude, angry, and distant. Mm. And this one is how to be an effective parent to an adolescent girl. Clearly. This is a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, you and I are not alone in our angst <laughs> over right. teenage daughters. That's and right. I also don't want to scare people. Some no. of you are listening to this. I know we have a lot of moms that listen to this podcast, and mm-hmm. their kids are all really little. And we just want to encourage you to sit down and have a cup of tea right now and <laughs> and uh, and just... Uh, Enjoy. Enjoy. I was just <laughs> going to say that. Enjoy those little yeah, ones. Yeah, because enjoy them because it really is the the years where they're very little are very precious. And mm-hmm. the years when they're teenagers are also very precious. They're just very different. <laughs> right. It's very different. And sometimes it won't feel precious. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, <laughs> far and, and far from it. Far from it. And mm-hmm. I, I, w- I really wish, you know, as I was uh, becoming a mom to uh, a teenage daughter years and years ago, and I'm homeschooling and I have this sort of, you know, Idyllic, I guess, right? right. Um, idea because well, you got to start somewhere, right? Well, I read homeschool books, right? You know, and and they told me in those homeschool, they lied to me. <laughs> uh, they told me in those homeschool books that um, because I homeschooled. Uh, my daughter would not be um, a normal teenage daughter. Would not be a problem. No, that she was going to kiss dating goodbye. Mm-hmm. And the, and I thought, oh, great. Then I'll can i I'll find a nice, nice young man at the homeschool co-op and she'll want to marry him. Well, my daughter went off to college and found a very nice young man, not from homeschooling. He was a public school kid and mm-hmm. his mom teaches in the public school. Right? And they are fantastic Love for them. each other. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful couple. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what if that didn't rock my world <laughs> I, I was like wait a second you guys are not following the script and i would go back to the script and i would read it again and boy out i had a lot i had a lot to learn and i think that the the main thing that uh, i want moms to go away with from this this podcast is it's all right mm-hmm. if you suddenly notice changes in your in your right, daughter and i'm right. certainly seeing that right now with one of my daughters who's right. coming it like your daughter they're mm-hmm. very similar in mm-hmm. age and this is a really this is kind of a funny story but uh years and years ago <laughs> i remember telling my husband you know i knew the changes were coming i could see them you know in my daughters and and um they they became you know more concerned with the way they looked and right. I, they went from being you know really outgoing to more self, uh, more, very self-aware. Mm-hmm. And one of my kids in particular, I just told my husband one day, I said, I just wish you'd hurry up and start a period. Because I, <laughs> she's just so obnoxious and so grabby and she's so biting and so, and uh, the very next day she did. <laughs> well, that, what an answer to prayer. <laughs> what an answer to prayer. I was like, I knew it. I you, knew something was going on. You know, on. and that
0: and that's something to take note of. You <laughs> know, at that age, yes. um, they are, their bodies are preparing for that and they will go through a lot of ups and downs and a lot of times, not always, that will level out. So, some, or at least become more predictable when those cycles come. So yes, yes, you can pray for those cycles to come.
1: You really, and you know, I (laughs) wanted my, I wanted my daughters, um, and it's still, you're right, I have five daughters. So I, you know, I've been, you know, going around this mulberry bush for a few years. I want my daughters, first and foremost, to know that I love them. That's right. I want them to know I am for you. Mm -hmm. I am on your side. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple things I refuse to do, even in the, even in the the um, highest heights of the tumultuous 10 right. years. And that is, I refuse to be um, disrespected. Amen. I'm not yeah. gonna allow my children mm-hmm. uh, to treat me and my their father, Jay, is my husband's the same way. We don't want, and we don't want to disrespect our kids. Now, I'm not right. saying that we've never done that. Right. I mean, there have been many times, I hate to admit this, but I'm hoping some mom is gonna take my, you know, my sin problem <laughs> here and it will be redemptive somehow. But I've said things to my kids, certainly that I regret. Me too. And, you need to, when you do that, mom, when you mess up, go, go back, back and make it right. Mm-hmm. Go back and make it right and don't make it a habit. Right. You know, it, eventually your apology to your child is going to ring hollow. That's right. If you're constantly yelling at them or if you're saying things that you know you shouldn't say, but you just are so angry that you can't control your temper. Right. Right. Uh, those things eventually, um, your apologies won't mean anything. Right. And so I'm not talking about, um, a pattern of being right. rude to your child. I'm just saying, on those d- days when you, you know, they just trip your chain mm-hmm. and you've had it mm-hmm. and you say that thing that you thought mm-hmm. you'd never say to your right. child to that cute <laughs> little sweet year old, dough eyed three year old <sighs> right. that loved to bake cookies with you. And now all of a sudden she's telling you how dumb you are. And, you, you know, and you say the thing that you're like, oh, I can't believe that. Just go mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and make it right. That's right. I kind of liken it to
0: keeping the relationship clean. Yes. You know, you just, you clean house every day and boy, it can be a challenge because there's a lot of little nuances that can happen throughout yeah. the day with teenagers mm-hmm. and and really praying about um, kind of what to confront and what not to. Boy,
1: that's a big one. What, mm-hmm. I mean, what hills do you want to die on? That's right. You know, and I think uh, one of the reasons for training children when they're young, and this is so important. So if you're listening to this and you have young children, um, sit up and pay attention <laughs> um, uh, really important to train them early right in so many of these things you mm-hmm. know love and honor and respect so that uh, when you when they get to be 14, 15, 16 right. 17 you're not dealing with a child who you have allowed to say things to you that they right. should never have been allowed to say when they were young
0: that's right however that doesn't mean that if you're already there yep that you can't go ahead and say you know what I made a mistake. I should never have yes. let you speak to me that
1: way. And here's why. And this isn't going to happen anymore. That's right. Yep. And it's so important. I think um, your children need to know that you're the mom. Right. They need to know that their parents are united. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a parenting, you know, you're on the same page as their right. parents. I also think we need to make it easy for our daughters, especially to um, listen. Right. And I've had a hard time with this. I I tend to, and I do this in all of my relationships, um, I I tend to be thinking ahead of the person that's talking to Mm -hmm, me. And so mm -hmm. I will jump to conclusions. Right. You know, uh, and so my daughter will start to say something to me and I'm thinking, well, I know where you're going. So I sort of finish her sentence. Right. And it hurts her feelings. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she'll say to me, I don't think you're listening to me. And I'm, in my in my mind, I'm thinking right because I got things to do. Right, let's get to the end of the story. I know what, I know where you're bottom going. Bottom line, me here, but you're right. That's me. I'm like the I'm like get to the bottom line. But the truth is, when I do that, I'm disrespecting. Mm-hmm. I'm not respecting her need to be heard. Right. And girls, in particular, like you were talking about the boys, and um, when your husband said you use too many words, mm-hmm. I think with girls, you need to use words. Absolutely, they, they need that affirmation. They need to know um, that you that you love them, and whether you're talking to them or. Um, writing to them. um, Address the situation directly and just say, hey, I really want to know how you feel about this. This is how I feel.
0: The one thing about the girls that I've noticed is they they love to sit down and have a cup of coffee or Mm -hmm. tea or whatever and visit
1: Yes. Boys, not so much. Not so much, you know. But
0: the girls, they really do enjoy that. So that whole verbal part mm-hmm. of it, you're right about that, and giving them the chance to sort of learn how to verbally process things and say things and communicate, and because it's really, it's generally, it's pretty important to most girls that yes. whole communication aspect. The other thing I wanted to bring up was um, because our girls are going through so many changes, it can be scary, and we can feel fearful and then we can react out of fear and 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 quite frankly all of my overreactions and there have been many
1: mm-hmm.
0: have usually been i can link them back to a fear that i had yeah b- because i thought oh no what you know where is she going with this or yeah. whatever and 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 the lord says we're not supposed to be yeah, fearful that's we're right. supposed to trust him and we're supposed to move forward in courage mm-hmm. that i don't need to have that spirit of fear even mm-hmm. though our daughters are going through so many changes I Think too, and I, I, I've had a talk with the Lord about this several times. Um, I'm not quite understanding why He caused the teenage girls to go into their hormonal states. <laughs> well, I am heading into mine, right? Exactly. In my late 40s, yes, that's
1: right. Yes, <laughs> nothing like a little perimenopause, I'm a little menopause. Here thinking this is like gasoline and a, a match, yeah, exactly. you know. So just yep.
0: know that that is can often be right there all the time, and we and we need to. Walk as carefully as we can,
1: mm-hmm. and, <laughs> I, and and. You know, and I think along those lines, you know, you're talking about, you know, going and your daughter's not going to understand that. And no. I think it's really important for, for moms to remember uh, when you just think your daughter doesn't get it, mm-hmm. she doesn't get it. Right. She, she really doesn't get right. it. She probably doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I've struggled with is just learning to be, um, have mercy, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm you, be merciful uh, toward my daughters when they're hormonal, when they're not being rational. Sometimes right. they say things and I'm like, really? You know, uh, did you have to say that to me right now? Because that actually hurts. And my, my sinful nature, my mm-hmm. sin nature is to is to wanna be uh, reactionary to right. Them. right. And I think this is where um, moms who have teenagers really need to spend time with the Lord mm-hmm. and say, Lord, help me see beyond my daughter's reaction to me, beyond the hormones, beyond me, because they're really, their bodies are changing. Right, um, and it's easy to forget the, what it's like to be that age. Yes, and sometimes, and I, I didn't, Think about this, but my daughter, uh, one of my daughters said this to me recently. She was grieving the passing of her childhood. Hmm. She was realizing I'm almost done with mm-hmm. and she's like I just so loved being a kid mm. and I never considered that mm-hmm. and my boys too I've had my boys just kind of grieve you know going um you know moving and getting getting out of the home and just feeling like you know and this is a, a sign of a job well done and this' is right. why I told my kids I said you know what if if we don't grieve the passing of a season of life I think we've done it wrong mm-hmm. you know to not to be able to look back and just go man that was great mm-hmm. um, those are good things and mm-hmm. so maybe being um, sensitive to where your kids Kids are coming from particularly your daughters as right. their bodies are changing they're getting ready for adulthood you have the opportunity to be a mature hello mark my words here <laughs> uh mature in your example for exactly. them you're trying to be a role model right, right? well and we're it preaching this, to the choir here just right? so you know exactly I know. <laughs> and i are looking at each other so maybe if we feel like running around screaming like clowns with our hair on fire <laughs> we should take a step back and say Lord, give me some sanity, some sense <laughs> a semblance of reason and right. some love for this mm-hmm. child. I want my daughter, you know, at the end of the day uh, when they leave our home, um, I want I just I want them to leave just knowing that we, we love them like heck mm-hmm. that we we loved them that we were for them that we encouraged them and the things that they were good at that we corrected them when they were wrong right but at the end of the day love was the covering right um that the bible says that love covers a multitude of sins mm-hmm. it's that we're supposed to be to bear with one another mm-hmm. and certainly parents um, the bible says we're not to provoke our children right. to anger I can mm-hmm. think of times when I've done that mm-hmm. oh you me know? too and um, we need to take responsibility for our own actions but if you're listening to this today and you're frustrated and you have um, a teenage daughter, to you said something to me really quickly and we're all pretty much out of time. But I, um, I wanted to touch on it really quickly. Uh, you said it's lonely being the mom of a teen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, why did you say that? It just resonated with me.
0: Well, you know, when the kids are little, you can post things on Facebook about you're frustrated that they wet their pants again or right. whatever. But when you're having trouble with your teen, that's not something you can put up on Facebook. It's because not <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to embarrass them and, and you want to respect them. Um, be careful who you speak to about mm-hmm. them. And, mm-hmm. and it, it can become a very lonely place. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that it's important for us as moms to, um, to we talk. We need each other. We do. We need mm-hmm. each other and we need to lift each other up in prayer. And there are times mm-hmm. when we need to just, we need to be able to say to the other person, I can't tell you what's going on, but I just need you to pray. Yeah. And yeah. then we don't push. For yeah. an answer, we just yeah. we just pray for them.
1: Yeah, and I think that builds trust. Mm-hmm. It builds trust with our kids as well, and I and I do believe. I mean, Doreen and I are taking a little bit of a risk, even when we talked about this. Do right. we really want to get on the podcast and talk about what it's really like to parent uh, teenage kids? Because mm-hmm. it really is hard. But there are so many wonderful good things. I mean, there's nothing that beats, uh, you know, my daughters, my grown daughters coming over Mm -hmm. and giving me a hug, or Mm -hmm. my son who's five and a half inches taller than me now, just picking me up and hugging me. Nothing beats that. Mm -hmm. And so there are good things that are coming. And Mm -hmm. know that when you're in the midst of these hard things, you're still planting seeds and the harvest is coming and it will be a good harvest if you can just hang in there. It's a transitional time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So hang in there. And I know that the moms who are listening, there's a lot of moms listening and don't have teenagers and you're, you've are you been plugging your ears going, la, 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 la. <laughs> um, so don't go away because we're going to come back in a couple of days and we're going to talk to you specifically about how to find quiet time in a noisy house. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.